everybody. Welcome to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. This is the show where we talk to fast-growing, mission-driven entrepreneurs about how they're growing their businesses and helping others to get results. I'm Susan Leonardson, and on this episode, I have Desiree Martinez, who is a content-creating machine. She's a YouTuber, a podcaster. Um, she's a fellow parent, a mother like me, and I'm sure a lot of the rest of you listening and also a Harry Potter fan, which I learned the very first time I met Desiree, which was really fun. Um, so what we're going to talk about today is uh, we're going give to give you some tips on content creation, what you're probably doing that you shouldn't be doing. I'm sure she's got some of that information for you. And uh, just dig into um, the wealth of knowledge that Desiree has. So welcome to the show, Desiree. Thanks. Excited to be here. So we, we cannot start this podcast without asking the question, what is your Hogwarts house? Yeah. And you, this was the, okay. So for, for those listening, this was one of the first questions Desiree asked me when I met her and we jumped on a call and, <laughs> and, um, I, you gave me a, a website and I think I went to do it and then I never actually finished it. <laughs> so I don't know what my Hogwarts house is. <laughs> See, when you don't do the Harry Potter quiz, you automatically get put in Hufflepuff. So, I mean. <laughs> that, that must be mine then. <laughs> okay. Well, for those listening, I am a Slytherin. Don't come at me. I'm here for the, I'm here for the cunning, ambition, loyalty factors. So. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So, if you guys know what your, your um, house is, make sure you connect with Desiree later on. We'll give you her information. You can just message her and be like, I'm also Slytherin. <laughs> connect. Just go to the DMs and Instagram at Mrs. Desiree Rose. Let's say, hey, Susan the Hufflepuff said I need to tell you what my house is. So <laughs> I think I'll do an update next episode. You guys tune in and I'll give you an update on what my house is. <laughs> okay, so Desiree, let's get a little bit of um, kind of your background and like how you got into what, what you do because we all have that story of... We all have a journey. Why did we choose the path we're on? <laughs> you know, I think it's interesting that you said, why did we choose the path we're on? I don't really feel like I chose much of the path I am currently on. So like most millennials, I w grew up in an era where it was like, you, you do good in school, you go to college, and then you go get a job. And like, we're expected to do that for 40 years, and then we die. Like, that was like the plan. And I had wanted to be an animator for Disney since I was a kid. And... When I graduated from college with my degree in multimedia art and animation, I was faced with the recession. And so I ended up having to like move back in with my parents. And I was just like, what am I supposed to do with my life? Like this was not supposed to happen. Like the last 12, 13 years were for nothing. And um, my mom sent me this website. It's called networkingphoenix.com. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. And it's this website where all of the networking events, like chambers and all that kind of stuff, like where all of those businesses come together and you can go to their events. My mom was like, you should go to these and maybe you can find people that you can do some like freelance graphic design work for. And I was like, all right, what I got to lose? Well, adults, cause I was 23, I think at the time, like adults kept asking me like, what's this Facebook thing? <laughs> and I had been on Facebook since you can only get it with a college email. And yeah. so I was like, mm, what's she doing up in my Facebook? And so I was like, well, nicely answered their questions. And so I started using explaining to people what Facebook was 
to as like a networking point like hey let's get together i'll show you what this facebook thing is and in return maybe we'll do business together and one day someone turned to me and was like that's right you should do this for a business and i was like no one's gonna pay me to be on facebook you're crazy <laughs> obviously i have eat my words every day because it's what i do for my job now so i looked into me what is social media like what it was um and eventually became the title social media manager and I spent a lot of my early days entrepreneurship explaining to people what it was and why they should invest in it. And more importantly, why they should not have like their kid or cousin or something doing it for them. And um, when you fast forward, so 2015, uh, we were an Air Force family. I was pregnant with my second child and we lived in this town that did not like to support military spouses. Not like, not like in an intentional mean kind of a way, but in a like military life is hard and complicated and time consuming. And we need people a little bit more reliable that we can just like mm, yeah. use, use for all their worth. Right. Yeah. And so all these like super capable, mostly women were not able to get work. And I was like, well, this is really screwed up. And I remember going through this with my mom in the nineties when she, we were a Marine Corps family. And so I was like, well, why is this still an issue 25 years later? And so I decided to start an agency called All in One Social Media. We're a mission-driven business where we put military spouses to work as social media managers anywhere that they're stationed around the world while helping businesses like yours with do-it-for-you social media services. That way you can focus on what you do best, which is run your business and do your service. And you don't have to worry about all of the things that social media is keeping up with it and what's trending, what works, what doesn't work, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I've been doing that ever since. That's awesome. So in a way you're kind of like an OG social media manager. <laughs> I, I definitely think I'm one, like definitely an original in this way. I've been doing this at the time that we're recording for 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, I mean, that's prior to when people realized, oh yeah, we could use Facebook for business. <laughs> that's like you helped it was me. like right at that cusp. Like when I yeah. started teaching people how to use Facebook, it had just opened up to everyone. It was 2008. And they were like, okay. Like my mom got on Facebook. That's when I was like, oh, weird. <laughs> oh, like this is a gathering place. This is people. a thing. <laughs> this isn't just a place for me. And then it's like, gotta go hide all those booze and college <laughs> photos, right? But I mean, it's just, it just was what it was, but I'm, I'm grateful for it immensely, obviously, because it's giving, it gives a living, um, to me and it's, it allows for me to be the breadwinner for my family and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's just one of those things that I the also love that I've been able to help people, not just like the businesses that we're serving, but also the, the women that we bring on to do the work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's amazing. That's, I've realized like, when I started my business, that's not what was even in my mind until I started bringing people in to help me with fulfilling on work. And I was like, oh my gosh, like my business is more powerful than I realized. Like this is, this is life-changing for others too. Heavy. Not just my clients, not just me. Yeah. It's heavy. You're like financially responsible for someone beyond yourself. Yeah. It's very weird for sure. <laughs> it is a little but bit, a little bit more stress, a little bit more responsibility, but it's worth it. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's not what you do though. Currently you actually moved into another platform primarily. Um, I mean, you do, you do some, like you do kind of like a lot of like 
social media, but you primarily focus on a specific thing. And I want you to talk about it because you'll be able to tell better than I can. Um, she's not so talking about drugs, <laughs> <laughs> So what she's talking about. So again, the, to extend our story further, friends. So again, military life breeds change. And so a year into having my agency, my husband came home and was like, hey, we're moving to South Korea. And I was like, awesome. Cool. How am I going to keep growing this business? So at this point, I had a handful of social media managers. You know, I was doing a lot of my business by being able to like talk to people, um, network, go to things. And I was like, whoa, blast. What am I supposed to do on the other side of the world? At the same time, a fantastic book entered my life. It's called Vlog Like a Boss by Amy Schmittauer Landino. And it, it explained to me that I could use video as a lead source. And, and specifically through YouTube, which is the social network that Susan was like, this is what you do now. <laughs> so in August of 2016, I, 17, 2017, I launched my YouTube channel and I started creating videos on a regular basis where I would solve social media questions for people. I started off a lot of different things like, like content ideas and, and how to do things. And I got pretty into tutorials for a while um, and I was terrible at it. Like everybody is, I used a webcam and a window for a really long time. Once we moved back to the States, so I really like invested in like a decent camera, nothing fancy and some lights and stuff and really thought about okay, what's going on in my background behind me and like, okay, what I need to do and what's this, like digging into algorithms and thumbnails and descriptions and all of the things that go into making a YouTube channel work. So the reason I use YouTube now and still, and for me is a lead source. Like every video I make is intentional to get people usually onto my email list um, so that I can have a way to stay connected with them and offer them different services, different videos, affiliate links. Um, I've recently launched my membership. And so it's like, that was really great to have that list in place to, to tell everyone about that. So it's just one of those things that that was always my intention. But when people are looking for answers to things. They often are like my videos kind of definitely explain it very like to the point and effectively. And most people are like, this is too much work. Desiree, can you just like do this for me? Mm -hmm. And that supports my agency, right? Yeah. So, the, so I use YouTube as my number one lead source as part of my business in social media. And I tell everyone this, even my customers, social media is not a marketing strategy. It is something that supports a marketing strategy. Yeah. So I use YouTube as the pillar and my videos as my pillar and expand from there. And then I use social media to support it. And it's usually the subject matter of my content and that still supports my agency. That's so awesome. And, you know, like, I think most people understand, even though they're not necessarily using it to their advantage, but YouTube is a search engine. Like that's different than like all the other social media platforms because it's a search engine other than like, I would maybe lump Pinterest in as that. Cause I think doesn't Google. Yes, do I anyway. definitely like yeah. search engines are Google and, you know, Bing, YouTube and Pinterest. Like when was the last time you were like, Ooh, I made this cute, you know, I made these delicious cookies. Let me go on Pinterest and post a picture of it. No, no. you find the recipe on Pinterest and you take a picture of it and you post on Instagram, right? Like that's yeah. like the flow of things. And I guess like I go to YouTube to either be entertained or educated. There's really no in between. And I take that education, which is what I do. And I apply it to my life. And then I just use 
the network the way I'm supposed to. And what's really great, what, what makes YouTube unique to Pinterest and to Google is Google, you have to start everything. Like in order for anything, they're like, I want to know like how to find a plumber in my area. I want to know how to make a cake. I want to know like how to set the Facebook page. I have to start yeah. with Google. With YouTube, especially when you have an account, which I think most people do because you need a Gmail account. I think most people at this point under 45, everyone has a Gmail account. <laughs> um, I think that it's um, YouTube takes in mind what you have watched and what what you've searched for and like how long you've watched something and it suggests other things to you that you might be interested in. so it's not just a search engine it's also like a uh if you like this you'll like this uh, yeah. as well which is how youtube is super unique and amazing which is why it's so important to be very clear about what you do make sure your clear was clear that you're making a lot of content around the things that are performing best for your channel so it's just one of those things that's really helpful for you to be in that like browse it's called the browse <laughs> where it's suggested where you show up on like the home page or when you're on a youtube video on your phone like you can scroll down and see more or click after like that's where a lot of that is and that's what makes youtube super unique you can, you can have the elements of like social media where you get like bubbles where you're like, well, I interact, I, I watched this ad or I read this article. And so now I just see it everywhere. YouTube will be like, well, you watched one Jimmy Fallon video. We're going to keep suggesting that Jimmy Fallon yeah. <laughs> or more Jimmy Fallon videos. So it's just kind of like this fun balance of it. it's super interesting. And obviously I could have like a whole week class with all the other things <laughs> to like dive into it, but that's what I really like about YouTube though. Like it allows for me to solve people's problems and then also be presented to people that might not have known that they needed help with me or that I like, oh, that's really interesting because if you are, because it's not just businesses that use social, it's also like creators and entertainers is that because ultimately everyone eventually becomes a business like in YouTube, if you hit, so once you hit milestones, you become a YouTuber. Yeah, and so the, the business just kind of becomes associated with it. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Um, and you know, there's a lot of people out there that need your services because they don't really know how to to use it to its best abilities. I um, tell people more than anything, the reason to work with anyone that does a service based business is because you need to put a value on your time and you can't do everything. Like, yeah. I think it's really easy for people to be like, oh yeah, I totally need an accountant, a CPA, a lawyer. But when it comes to marketing, people just have this like thing, like, oh, I could do that myself because I'm just made of time. Like said, no <laughs> business person ever, right? So I think it's one of those like stigmas or things that people get really caught up in. And so hopefully with, because it does require budget, which I think is something people get really hung up on without realizing that the time you're spending on social is costing you money. So, yeah. or figuring it out, that's the other one. So I think that it's just really understanding like what that value is and how it works. And, you know, I have worked with small business for 12 years. So I also make sure that our packaging is as cost effective as possible because I don't, I'm not, because I understand again, social media isn't a marketing strategy. It's part of one. And so it's like just making sure it's working with everything else that they're doing. Yeah. Well, what's, what's kind of a common, um, I want, I would, I'm going to use the word mistake for lack of a better word in my brain right now. So what's a common mistake that you see people that, that are, they have a YouTube channel, 
but yeah, but then they're like, you're, you're seeing them and you're like, no, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I think that the thing that people do with YouTube that's the biggest mistake is that they expect perfection on the gate. Everyone has this assumption, especially once they've been in business for a little while, that they're just supposed to be amazing all the time. And like their outward per, like their knowledge and their outward presentation is supposed to be like off the hook. And so when they're doing videos with the window and their webcam or their phone, and they're stumbling through it a bit and they're not 100% sure how to present the information in a way that makes sense. They, they, they're like, this is bad and I'm not gonna keep doing this. And I think that the biggest thing is like at this era, the 2021, it doesn't make sense for people, especially business owners to start doing YouTube without like a clear plan and vision. And it's not, it's not the super time consuming thing that's going to like stresses you out and requires you to rent a TV studio and a production house to get everything done. It's really a matter of just like, okay, what do I need to do to share my information and my, what uh, tied to my goal and objective, which is to get leads to my business. So I think the second thing people get hung up on is the numbers. You know, where are my subscribers? I'm like, I, and I get hung up on this too. I'm like, oh, my growth on my subscribers is down. Like right, right now, my growth of my subscribers is down. I'm like, why? I don't understand. My views are up. Why are my subscribers down? And I'm like, well, because Desiree, you have an email list and people come back and watch your stuff. So like your views are good, but like new subs are down. Also, the world is going back to life and people are like, I don't want to stare at a YouTube tutorial on how to do things on social media. I want to go out and live my life. Right. right. <laughs> so it's just kind of one of those things. Like, so like that, those kinds of things get people away. Like, oh, I only have 10, 20, a hundred, 500 subscribers. And I'm like, y'all, if you put those people in a room, it's a lot of people, like a like hundred people in a room, a hundred, like you don't want to put hundred people in your house. No, <laughs> you want to be like, so, I mean, I have been at presentations with a hundred people. It's a lot of people still. Mm-hmm. And so it's just really, it's so continuously showing up. And, and the other, the third thing that people don't like about YouTube is that it doesn't work fast. And, um, this is one of the hardest things to do. And I, de- I deal with this with people who have Facebook pages. It's gotten a lot better over the years as people realize like Facebook has definitely become more pay to play, but yeah. YouTube, doesn't, YouTube, you can't play to play on YouTube. And so the thing with YouTube is that people just don't like, it's like, well, I've been doing this for a year. I'm like, yeah. And <laughs> you just have this mentality with your business. I've been doing this for a year. I'm, I'm not a millionaire, multimillionaire. I'm done. Like it doesn't work that way. It takes time and it's slow and you have to be steady and consistent and dig into like what is or isn't working for you and make sure you have your lead gens attached to it. And there's also something to be said for the evergreenness of YouTube where your first video could work for you in two years, yeah. not just like right away. And how else are you using these videos as part of your marketing strategy and stuff? So like I think when it comes to YouTube, like those are the really big like mistakes and hangups that people have is, is perfection numbers and not being patient. And I think that it's a really good point. Because people can get past it. It's important to keep going and understand what to do to be better. Yeah. I think that's, that's such an important thing to remember. It's like, it, it can work for you quickly, but it's also like a long-term, like it's a long-term game. Um, t- kind of a side tangent this, this is kind of just a funny thing. It has nothing to do with business, but it has something to do with YouTube. Um, I just got like every once in a while on my personal YouTube account, I get an email saying like, so-and-so commented on, uh, on this video. 
And it's a video that I posted 10 years ago um, of a, of a, it's like a song. It's a song from a band, but it didn't exist on YouTube. And I was like, this is such a cool song. It was like from a very like little known band. Like this has to be shared with people. So 10 years ago, I posted it with just a thumbnail of like their album cover. And 10 years later, it's still getting people coming to it and they're still commenting on it. And I haven't looked at it in probably like five years. And I just looked at it just this week and I was like, oh my gosh, it has 12,000 views on it. Like that's the most views I've gotten on anything ever. <laughs> nice. Years ago. I know that happened to me too. Um, uh, I had a Mario Kart themed wedding. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> and my husband's best man did the greatest speech ever. Yeah. And so I posted it up on, on YouTube. And I like, you know, Mario Kart themed wedding, you know, best man speech. And it's got a buttload of views too. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it's working for him. It's, I mean, yeah. it's not a personal, it's like, I'm not my business YouTube. It's not personal, but yeah, it's funny how things just old, like you'll be on your suggested feed. You're like, this is a 10 year old video, but you might like it because of this specific topic or thing that you've looked up or watched. So yeah, that's why YouTube is so neat. Yeah. And just imagine that for your business videos, that maybe they're not getting traction today, but they can definitely gain traction later or even just, you know, find yeah. that right person later as well. And they become a lead and you're, I, I love that the strategy is to <clears throat> move them onto your email list because yeah. ultimately like, that's what, that's what we have ownership over. We have ownership over our email list. And like, and that you brought up when I launched my membership, then I was able to email that out to my email list. And then all of a sudden I had a bunch of people that wanted to buy it rather than like no email list. And you put a YouTube video up about your membership area. It's going to take longer to get those sales and warm those people up. So end goal is just get people on your email list. For I mean, sure. end goal is to get sales, but first <laughs> to get them on your the end goal of YouTube, like where the YouTube work stops is definitely the email yeah. list. Yeah. Um, but then the email list needs to do its job. Yes, for sure. So don't abandon that either. Don't think like, oh, I can go in and, and start doing YouTube videos and start like growing my business. Like you, it's just a piece of the puzzle. You have to. Yeah, like I, you can't build a business off of subscribers. You can't build a business <laughs> off of, um, you know, views. I can build Vanity a metrics. with my email list. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so I'm gonna switch gears a little bit. Okay. What uh, What's next for you and your business? What are you moving toward right now? So what I'm moving towards my business is, is my membership, which I, I launched at the time of this recording. I literally launched it like last week. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously like with anything new and different, like there's tweaks to be made and, and marketing to figure out. And I know for me, my biggest thing is like, I launched now what, like, that's like kind of like where yeah. I live. And um, so like, that's what I'm really trying to focus on too and, and digging more into how I can help people on a more micro scale, because I have two services right now. My free one you get on YouTube and my paid for service. And so the membership acts as kind of like a middle of the road, do it together sort of thing. Yeah. So it's one of those things that's like, okay, like how can we, like, how can I help people for a, a smaller price point um, and like bring them into community and like we can do stuff together. Mm-hmm. So that's really what I'm kind of focusing on. That's some, hopefully I can be my I have like a revenue goal and the membership goal, like my first membership goal is 107 members, um, you know, and, and just like getting that point, like by the end of the year, that kind of thing. So it's just working towards that. Cause I think that 
I mean, I've been able to do so much with residual income with within YouTube and and my business, which is a package-based monthly subscription. And yeah. you know, I get ad dollars and affiliate money and sponsorships and stuff. And so a membership is like I think my next natural step with what I'm doing. So um we have I know that we have a lot of people that listen that either have a membership or are thinking about doing a membership because we've talked about them before and I just literally the episode right before yours we were talking about you need to have like a residual income or of some sort um so what are you doing because we also are all about uh money 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 not, yeah money and also not working in our business as much mm -hmm. uh you know limiting the time that we're having to give when we're talking about not working with our one-on-one -on -one clients we want to maximize the results our clients are getting, but minimize the FaceTime with them is yeah, usually the goal so that you should never. Not so, if you, so if you right. want to have less time or so you want more time with your family and stuff, don't open a marketing agency. Like, well, so yes, that is true. But you know, the, because the, the appeal of a membership or even like a group program is to be able to serve more people. Yes. And if there's, if you're giving a lot of your time, it's like the problem with one-on-one, -on -one, you can only give so much of your time. So my question for you is how is your membership structured in a, like, how is it structured? Um, do you do like, how much of your time do you give? And I, I'm asking just so the audience can kind of have more ideas on how they could maybe do theirs. And I'm still figuring that out. So it took me a while. And as, as Susan will know, I had started this like last year and all thousand things got in my way, but, um, for me, my membership is about solving a problem, which is the biggest problem I think that people have in business now when it comes to content creation is they're told they have to be present all the time. They have to constantly create. And I call complete bullshit on that because as someone who literally does this for businesses, hundreds, I work with hundreds of businesses, and I do this for myself and stuff, you can create less, but do more with what you already have. So many people will tell you like when it comes to YouTube and all that stuff, like, oh, you have to show up every week or maybe even twice a week and you have to be creating all of this stuff to do it and you have to be posting fresh and you have to have all these like fancy schmancy Instagram photos and that, like on, 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 on. When in fact, you can take one video and make that the pillar of everything that you post about for a month. And so what my membership does is a two-part. You take the seven-day challenge, but the seven-day challenge like teaches you everything you need to do to create your first, like what you gotta do to create your first video, like the title, the description, like what you do, how to set up your camera, all that stuff. And then like, hey, take that video and turn it into other pieces of content. And so with one video, they're able to make over 60 pieces of content. And then those are shared three times a week um, for a month. And so with the membership, the membership supports the challenge. And so every month in my membership, I'm giving my, my members a calendar so they know when to do everything <laughs> yeah and then they also get like extra pieces like okay here are some extra fun holidays here's some questions that you can ask here are some things you should do um within this month and then um like even with the calendar like every day it tells you something you should do so that's helpful mm -hmm. in addition to like when you post your content mm -hmm. and then i have a, a, a q a every month if you have questions trying to figure something out they don't know how something works and then they also is a monthly training and when the training is like things that you can do in social media and content marketing that maybe you're missing or that are new or like the latest news so it'll be things like 
Instagram reels, how to do it, why it's important. What's the deal with TikTok? You know, how do I do more with YouTube or how do I, like what do I do with my emails? How do I make better emails that convert like that kind of stuff? So it's like every month there's that training to help support the members so that they can um, get a better handle. But again, the ultimate objective is exactly like the ultimate objective of a membership, which is do less, create less, but do more with what you have so that yeah. you have time for the things that you care about. Yeah. And so how I spend my how much time I spend on my time, like it took me forever in a minute to get it done because of all the 10,000 things. I literally think I rented an Airbnb like twice, maybe even yeah, twice so that I could get it all together and then actually put the content together and like film it and stuff. Yeah. Um, it was that like, that For creating the actual like yeah, it program. Was a, it was, yeah. Your membership it was, it was yeah. way more work than I thought it was. <laughs> but once I had the structure down, I knew exactly what I was doing and saying, it just became very easy to flow. And so now it's really just a matter of like being present in the group and answering like my help desk questions that come through email and um, doing my trainings. And then every month I have to create the next month of content, right? Yeah. So I have to really think through like what's trending. And I, I can't do like the whole year. Like, I think a lot of people are like, well, that's where you could really like on your life. You just created the whole year's calendar. I was like, yeah, but also how often does social media change? Like, right. So I have to make sure that like, I'm taking that into account when I'm putting together the calendars mm -hmm. and content. And so, and then, so like mid month before the next month of content starts, they get all that information. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure that to an extent you're already doing some of this for your one-on-one -on -one clients. Like you have to be keeping up with what's on trend and, and you know, what's, yeah. So it's really, I like that you're kind of taking things that you're already kind of doing for yourself and for your one-on-one -on -one clients, but you're just packaging it up in a way that can also work for the membership. Yes. Um, yeah, that's, that's really, that, that's really cool. Like, it's just kind of like, there's I a saying, can, yeah, go ahead. I think, be, I think it'd be terrible of anybody to try and sell something that they don't do themselves. Well, yeah. <laughs> Whether it's like, I think my number one thing in business is treat yourself like a client. Like if like, no matter what your business, if you're a dentist, if you're an insurance agent, if you are a rock climber. If you are if someone sits in front of a desk, you have to schedule time into your schedule to treat yourself like a client, to give yourself attention that you need to move your needles forward. So with me, with my marketing agency, I'm like, I need to be doing the marketing I'm telling other people to do. And so yeah, do it. Yes. <laughs> that is a great point. There's a saying, and I forgot who it comes from, but it's sell the sawdust. So you kind of have like, it's like the, the, uh, oh my gosh, the word has escaped me, but it's the, the byproduct. That's the word, the byproduct of what you already do in a way. That's kind of what you're doing. It's like, I already am doing this. Yes. So let's sell it to, you know, pack, we have to do a little bit of work, packaging it up in a different way. Um, but that's what you're doing. And I think that's really awesome. That's how you can make a membership. Um, and reach more people and make a bigger impact and help people in turn make their bigger impact. So I think I love it. Um, okay. Before we wrap this up, please tell us where everyone can come and connect with you. Obviously tell us your YouTube channel, um, website, where people can come and connect with you and learn more about either hiring you or just start consuming your, your content. Sure. So, uh, best place for, to get in touch with me in all the places is Mrs. Desiree Rose.com. So M R S D E S I R E E R O S E. I'm literally Mrs. Desiree Rose, everyone on the internet. So I feel bad for Perfect. anybody else that gets married and is named Desiree Rose. <laughs> <laughs> 
And there you'll have all your, all the links you can go and connect with Desiree on all the social media platforms on YouTube and all the things. Um, Desiree, it's been really, really awesome having you on. I think like this was loaded with so much good information. Um, if you want more information like this, definitely go subscribe to her YouTube channel so you can get like more focused and, and pointed information to what you guys are working through. And um, also, if you liked this episode and you want to go and help other people to have a bigger impact, go and share this episode so that we can get the word out and we can we can all just be youtubers together <laughs> all right well, first, yeah. step number one is susan we got to get you going with some youtube on a regular basis so we'll yes. get you there <laughs> awesome okay thank you so much for watching or for 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 listening and we'll see you next time <laughs>